This is the Idea Time Podcast with Dr. Joe North. Welcome to the Idea Time Podcast. Tune in every week for practical tips, strategies, and interviews that will help you to achieve greater professional and business success by thinking more creatively. And now, here's your host, Dr. Joe North. Hello and welcome. The theme is business growth facilitation. And when we're thinking about business growth and what we want to do for our delegates in the room, really we want them to get away from the day-to-day, think completely differently and re-energize themselves and re-motivate themselves and think, you know, get excited about what they want to do in their business. They might already be excited, of course, but we really want to sort of lift that enthusiasm and really spur them on to go to and take the business to the next level. And getting the head out of the day-to-day is really important. And if they're working with colleagues, we want them to share ideas, have great conversations, maybe some debates, agree priorities, and get a clear action plan so that they can all move forward together. And the beauty of the techniques that I'm going to share with you this evening is that you can do these on your own. So if you've got your own business, you might actually want to work through them independently. They're great for that. They're just as good for that as they are at working you know, with, with teams as well. So give that a go. Now, what I'm going to take you through is a whole way of a whole agenda that takes you from looking at the outside, what's going on in the outside world of the business through to looking internally at the business and thinking about the strengths and the capabilities and the aspirations of the business. So these are my favourites. I run business growth events or business planning or strategy events a lot. I've done one uh, last week. I'm doing a couple next week and with all sorts of different organisations. So don't worry if you know, what sort of organisations you can use these with. They work for all sorts of businesses. They're tried and tested. And they're some of my favourites in the toolkit. So the tools and techniques I'm going to take you through start with horizon scanning, which looks at market trends and market developments. And then we're going to think about customers and the customer needs and customer aspirations. Moving on to thinking about a competitor review. After that, we're going to look internally at the business and see where the business is strong, what the business's aspirations are within that context of the market of customers and competition. And then some idea generation using a really fantastic technique, which is super simple, but super effective, um, which I call the four questions. So I'm going to whip you through that. When you get into the, uh, the actual activities, Horizon scanning is a great way to get everybody thinking. And what we do with horizon scanning is I usually buy either the Sunday newspapers or the day's newspapers and a whole selection, a real interesting mix of different titles. What I do is I ask delegates to use the magazines and the newspapers and look at what's going on in the world outside the business. This is a really great thing to do to get started is to you know, it immediately pulls them out from the day to day and into actually just looking upwards and outwards and seeing what's going on in the world that might affect their business. And I ask them to cut things out, tear things out, headlines, pictures, maybe adverts, sections, anything that they think is relevant to the changes that are affecting their business. So I'm asking them to look for challenges and also opportunities that they think lie ahead 
and pick up any trends or differences in the market and they cut them out stick them down create a whole collage of stuff which then I ask them to present back and talk through and you'd be really surprised you know people don't want to stop the cutting and sticking they really enjoy it they chat with each other they say I found this and I found that and that could be good uh, so it's a really nice engaging activity the other thing about horizon scanning is that it uses when you're looking for words and pictures and you're using your hands it actually fires up different parts of the brain so it gets your creativity going really early on in the day when the delegates are presenting back their posters that they've been cutting and sticking out and, and so on, I'm always flipping down what they say. So I'm writing down the key phrases and keywords that they're using. And it's really interesting because how they describe their posters is different from if I were just to ask them the question straight on, you know, what's going on in the outside world? You get a very different answer when people are describing something they've created. And I think you get more depth, you get different perspectives and you get different insight. And of course, that's what um, facilitation's all about as well. So we've started off by looking at the outside world. And then it's time to actually focus and zoom in on customers. We're all in business, all of us, to solve a problem, to solve customers' problems. And that's what the businesses you're facilitating are there to do as well. So that problem could be something really small. For instance, it could be, you know, what I've, I've talked about before, one of my favourite products is the Slanket. That's a blanket with sleeves. It was created by a student uh, in America who didn't want to have to take his arm out of the top of his blanket to change channels on remote control. So he got his mum to make him this, this Slanket blanket thing with sleeves all his mates then wanted one in the college dorm and then he started to make them and now he's a multi-millionaire so those pain points can be really small but what customer value proposition mapping does is it it gets you to focus on what is it the customer wants to do when they're buying from you what's the problem they're trying to solve what are they trying to achieve and then you can look at and um, the things that get in the way the, the pains and the things that help them and make an enjoyable experience, which are the gains. So you, you map all of that out and then get delegates to say, well, what are the pains and gains and how do we think we can reduce the pains and make the gains even bigger? The important thing is to get them talking about customers and really thinking about what different customer segments want from the business. And the next thing is to think about competitors. and. You know, I'm often really surprised. I don't know why I keep getting surprised by how little sometimes people think about competitors. And I often hear, well, we shouldn't really bother about competitors. We should sort of plough our own furrow and, you know, just keep going and not look to the sides. And I really agree with that to a point. But I also think, you know, it, competitors might be doing things differently. They might be innovating and therefore... You know, it's really good to look upwards and outwards as well, but not too much, just the right amount. So for competitors, I ask delegates to have conversations and for each competitor score how that competitor does on quality, price, service, innovation. So those different dimensions and, and score out of five with five being really really strong and zero being really really poor so for every competitor they'll give scores and then they'll also score um, their own business on each of those factors as well 
Now, what this does is you can see where competitors are really strong and where the business in question is strong and also not so strong. And it drives out where there is market space and market opportunity, particularly when you use the graphic that I've provided for you, which is uh, sort of like a, a, some circles and you, you join up the dots around the edge and you can see the shape when you put the scores together. And it gets some really good conversations going. What's really interesting is how different people, even within the same business, view competition differently and who they think is the competition and what they think the competition is good at and where there's space to compete. So all of that's been looking outside the business. To look inside the business now, a fantastic technique is to use SOAR, and that is spelt S-O-A-R, like, um, like flying and stuff. SOAR comes from the field of, of appreciative inquiry, and that's, that means it's really positive. So you're thinking about what goes well and how you can build on that, and it's a fantastic alternative to a, a traditional SWOT. I'm sure many of you have done SWOT before. Now, SOAR, strengths, opportunities, aspirations, results. That's what the four letters stand for. So what you do is you ask delegates to work in small groups, pairs. Again, you can do this individually if you want to do it for your own business too. And you think about what are our strengths? What are we really, really good at? What are we capable, you know, where are our capabilities? Where are our assets and resources? Is it our brand? Is it our, our cash? Is it our, you know, reputation? Is it the people we've got? It might be all of those things. You might have some special equipment. You might have some intellectual property. It could be whatever you think it is. Get as many of those strengths out as possible. Remember, strengths are internal to the business. You then move over to look at opportunities and go back to the previous work that you've done. So you, you, you reflect on the horizon scanning, you reflect on the customer value proposition, and you reflect on the competitor analysis. You say, out of all that, where are the biggest opportunities? And you capture those as well. And it's interesting because people say, well, what about threats? Well, a threat is the same as an opportunity. It's just a different way of looking at the same thing. So if there, if there is a threat that you have in mind, the thing to do is to get delegates to think about how do we turn that threat into an opportunity? And how many SWOT analyses have you done when you've got, you've done your strengths and then you've done your weaknesses and then you get to opportunities and threats and people say, well, you know, Brexit, it could be an opportunity or a threat, uh, depending which way you look at it, you know, or, you know, the economy could be an, an opportunity or a threat, depending on which way you look at it. So that's why we do it like that in SOAR. So strengths, opportunities. The A is for aspirations. And this is where you get asked delegates to think about what they really, really want to achieve. And that could be at the end of the year, three years or five years or, or longer. But I think most people, you know, three to five years is, is a long way out, isn't it, in this changing world. And get all of those aspirations down and get them to, you know, encourage them to think big and think differently and, and be bold. And then the fourth area is results. So what are the results that are associated with those aspirations? So the difference is an aspiration is a goal that you want to achieve. It's a visionary thing. And the result is a tangible, measurable outcome. So it could be double the turnover. Uh, it could be we want to have, you know, 60% market share. So there's something very measurable attached with the ambition. So, so strengths, opportunities, 
aspirations results uh, you create a, a four box grid and ask your delegates to work through that have some great conversations and then share their thinking back and don't forget to feed in the key points from the horizon scanning the customer value proposition and the competitor review okay so my final activity in our agenda of business growth is to do four questions and these are super simple questions to that you get your delegates to think about and just because they're simple doesn't mean that they're easy okay so what you ask them to do is you ask them to think about things that they could do more of and introduce into their business um, so they do more of a thing that their competitor is already doing or their competitors are doing or they introduce something that the competitors aren't doing with the caveat that it needs to be something that would be of value to the customer okay and I'll give you an example in a minute you also ask them to think about what they could do less of that the competition are doing and what they could take away completely that the competition are doing. What could the business do more of, introduce, do less of or take away completely in comparison with the competition. Now, if the business is going to take something away or do less of it, it's got to be something that the customer either won't miss or the customer will appreciate it being removed. OK. And if they're going to do more of something, and if they're going to introduce something, it needs to be something that the customer will value. The example I'm going to use is Premier Inn. OK, when Premier Inn first launched, they got a lot of differentiation. And this is what this exercise is all about. It's thinking about how can you, you know, and your delegates really make sure that the business going forward stands out from the competition so that you can charge more make more money customers are happier and you you know you're not as, as competitive a situation as you might be premier in let's work through this what did they do more of that the hotels didn't do what did they introduce and so on what did they do less of and what did they take away completely okay so premier in if you stay in a premier in they have taken away the minibar you can't open an account there's no room service People rarely help you to your room with your stuff. There's no gym and swimming pool. So they've taken away all of those things that many standard hotel chains actually offer. This is in their strategy to be a sort of a budget hotel that's really good value for money. OK, so that's what they were aiming to do. What do they do less of that other hotels do? So they have towels, right, but they are smaller less good quality towels than a standard hotel chain they do provide toiletries but those toiletries are a bit rubbish to be honest and you have to work really hard to get them out of that dispenser thing that's on the wall they do provide breakfast but it's quite a budget value quite self-service sort of breakfast as well okay so they've taken away things that premier in customers won't miss and it's okay because for the price people are happy to pay they're doing less of stuff they're providing the basics but not doing it to the same standard or not doing it as much okay and people are happy with that because of the price that they're paying what they do more of is they do more customer service so their customer service generally everybody's experience is very different but their customer service tends to be very good you know they provide 
really great night's sleep with the hypnos beds and the different pillows so everybody provides a bed and pillows in a hotel but that's what you're paying for isn't it um, they provide that but they do it better and the thing they introduced is a good night guarantee so nobody else was doing this at the time i don't think actually think i've seen anybody else do this but they introduced a good night guarantee so that if you don't sleep well for whatever reason you know that's to do with the hotel or other guests or whatever you get your money back premier inn have been able to actually create and, and sustain pretty well their market position their differentiation through working through those four questions and making sure that they're not taking away anything that doesn't matter to the customer and making sure that the things they add in are important to the customer as well so they do more of introduce do less of take away completely that's it really i'm going to recap the agenda for your business growth event when you've warmed everybody up you're going to look outside look at the market and do some horizon scanning some cutting and sticking using magazines and newspapers to see what's going on in the world um, around outside the business you're then going to think about the customer and have a go at doing the customer value proposition what's the customer trying to achieve what's your role in that and how can you do that really really well you're going to do a competitor analysis and score competitors on themes like quality innovation price uh, service speed whatever factors are relevant in the in the market and also do a score for the business in question so that you can compare the business versus the competition after that all that external stuff you're going to come inside do a saw strengths opportunities aspirations and results for the business and then do some idea generation and development using those four questions and after that everybody's head will be you know buzzing hopefully they'll be really excited after a great day they'll have stepped outside of the business and really thought about the future and where they want to be and they'll have some great ideas of how to take it forward. So all you'll need to do is make sure they've got a clear action plan um, and commitment to follow through and that all of this output is, you know, is recorded, captured on photos, typed up so that they can go away and put it together and create a really good business plan. So that's it from me in terms of the content. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining. And if you've got any further comments or questions, let me know and I'll come back to you straight away. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Idea Time podcast brought to you by Dr. Joe North. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to our channel. For even more strategies and advice, visit our website, ideatime.co.uk. Enter your email for leading insights, resources, and more every month completely free. We'll see you next time.